Um, so, follow-up from last week. I did ride the mummy while sober, finally. And I real oh. Yeah, and I've realized how to conquer any fear. And I'm going to take you back to the last time we were afraid together. And it's when we were at a little <laughs> show called Monday Night Raw. Ah, uh, I remember. Yeah, where we were sat like 50 feet away from the pyro and we were just like huddled together like, it's going to be so loud and we're going to be deaf. But then... Out comes Brock Lesnar... And we went from ch- it. It put hair on our nuts. Like it mm-hmm. gave. It, we were just both like, you know what? It's fine. And then his pyro went off, and we just screamed and flexed. Like yes, we were. We were challenging Brock's not give a fuck attitude. Yeah, we were like, we are men. Also, you have to be that way when Brock Lesnar enters a room. Yeah. Because if you don't, he'll smell the weakness and he'll target <laughs> you first. Cut forward to me. On the mummy, sober, and as I'm getting on the ride, I'm like, no, I've got to conquer this fear, this fear of roller coasters. <laughs> and then in, in the back of my head is just quietly, So it helped? Yeah, it helped so much. <laughs> It's time, it's time for me to clip the mic. Oh my god, that was so painful. (laughs) Oh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for a load of BS. And as always, it's me, the B, Blake Tanner. And with me... Is, the S. Is a- yes, the S. <laughs> Scott, I'm sorry. I was just so blown away. Um, look, I've just had a long day and wasn't and just didn't have it in me, so I gave I gave the reins over to Blake. Just let him let him take control. Uh-huh. So, and, um and you damn did you take control by <laughs> deafening all of our listeners at home. <laughs> Yeah, I might have to cut that down a little bit. It'll be <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm gonna leave it as loud as I possibly can. Uh, joining us this, this week um, is Miss Megan Bolden, my Hi. girlfriend. Hi, that's me. And she's only here, which is kind of a cruel thing to say. She is only here because, hold on, Blake. If you could just describe for the, <laughs> if you could just describe for the listeners at home what you're looking at right now. Okay, um, Scotty, Scotty is getting his hair cut yeah, uh, by Megan. That's a way to describe it, yes. <laughs> but see, you've let your glorious long blonde locks grow out so yeah, so much that she just has to tame that wild mane. Yeah. No, I'm going to tell you the truth. This wig was glorious when I took it out of the package today, and I wore it, and I felt like Hannah Montana, and he's like, we need to cut it. I was frustrated. We have to cut this blonde wig, which is for a <laughs> nondescript character that I might be doing at Dragon Con this weekend. Oh. Um, not that there's uh. any characters that I do on the regular with long blonde hair. 
<laughs> yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, right? All of yeah, all of the ones that uh, anybody that's come by with long blonde hair, you've always been uh, in the kitchen I've doing been, the dishes. Yeah, I've been doing the dishes anytime someone with blonde hair has been by. Oh. So yeah, this weekend it's it's time. It's time for Dragon Con. Oh. Oh, you're going to be going to Dragon I'm Con. I'm going to the Con of the Dragon and uh nature does not want me to. <laughs> as uh, there's a hurricane coming through, but we're gonna take that hurricane and shove it right up nature's oh, ass. Oh, I forgot you live in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Florida. <laughs> I live. Yeah, it's horrible. You live. You live in nature's penis. <laughs> so yeah, that's what's happened. By the way, ladies and gentlemen at home, we have not prepared for this week. I've done I've done a little bit of preparation. Yeah. I know what we're doing for the last half at I, least. I've given all of control to Blake, which I, is very mm-hmm. it's for my therapy, letting go of control, and I'm giving it all to Blake. Oh, son of a bitch. Uh, which is great because I've, you know, I've had the last 4 hours to uh, come up with shit, and I promptly used those 4 hours to fuck around and not do a damn thing. <laughs> I believe your exact quote was, if progress means playing Mass Effect, then I've made great progress today. I was doing research into a Let's Play series that I want to do with you. Okay, awesome. Uh, oh, snap. And I was, also, I was also playing Mass Effect. Don't tease any big projects, man. <laughs> um, uh, it's okay. That'll make its way in the next 12 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll, it'll be around eventually. So... Scotty, how how has your week been? Have you had a good My, week? It's, You're, you, I, it's been a damn week. That's all <laughs> I can say is it's been a damn week. Well, Scotty, your week has ended with you with a long-ass blonde <laughs> wig on. That's how it happens. <laughs> when you um, live in Florida. How? Is, but what about you? What's your shit been up to? Because I've honestly uh, just been in Dragon Con preparation. Yeah, I've, uh, I've started... Uh, classes this week oh yeah because you're in college after graduating from college you weird ass human do you know how many people do that Mm-mm. it's called getting a higher higher education <laughs> it's really high education my education's so high i call it willie nelson <laughs> like if this were the highness of education yeah this is um that one movie about them getting really high all, all movies? You all make? of them, yeah. Fuck, what's the name of that movie, Scotty? I'm really sad that I don't remember it because it's the Johnny Depp one. Oh, Blow? <laughs> or Fear and Loathing. Fear and Loathing, that's it. You're getting fear your and Fear lo- and Loathing degree. Oh, yes. It's like you took all of those drugs that they had in Fear and Loathing and just shoved them up your ass at once. I did, dude. <laughs> oh, I remember that. That was when we went to Montgomery. <laughs> Oh, son of a bitch, Montgomery. (laughs) Look, not preparing for the... Ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is a nice journey into how dumb as shit me and Blake are. And Montgomery, you guys have heard about it a little bit. That was the adventure of uh, making making potatoes using popcorn butter. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wait, was that was that on an actual episode or was that during the lost episode? No, no, no. That was during actual episode. That was okay. when we were talking about how bad we are at cooking. Uh, we were we were wonderfully bad at cooking. Yeah, but no, uh, the worst part of that trip and best part 
<laughs> I won't say I'm addicted to gambling, but I will say I love gambling with a firm passion. <laughs> a firm passion, a, firm, a large passion, so, a long, firm. <laughs> so me and Blake uh, decide to go to a casino, which was not a good idea. And because it was a shitty casino. No, it's it, no. I've been on casino cruises down here. Those are bad. <laughs> I'm just saying, anywhere that doesn't have table games and it is made for old white people. Okay, yeah, I'll give you that. <laughs> but being that I am a 23-year-old old white man, whatever, it's cool. <laughs> I do firmly believe I'm an old black woman trapped in a white man's body. Um, I wouldn't she, doubt that. A Jamaican I, old black woman. You know, the kind I wouldn't dispute just, that either. Yeah. So, um, we go into the casino, and I lose promptly $100, wasn't it? You, yeah, you had taken the money that we won the first time we went to the casino. Oh, okay. Which was like 100 bucks. So, yeah. Yeah. I had $100 at the casino. Then you lost it. And I lost it. But luckily... My parents were there and decided, hey, I'll throw you a bone. Here's $20. (laughs) So we have $20. I'm $100 in the hole. They've given me 20 extra because my parents are great at enabling. Yep. So I go and lose $5 of the 20. And I'm like, you know what, Blake, screw it. We're going to cut our losses and go to the bar. But on the way to the cash out, there's so many games. <laughs> and I just, I remember seeing one that like had a wiener dog on it. And I was like, you know what? We know people who have wiener dogs. It's face. <laughs> Lost five more dollars. We're now at ten. The wiener dog game was just, it was a trap, man. Yeah. And then there was one more, wasn't there? There's one more to where we ended up with five dollars. Oh, it was the uh, it was the Fallout one. Yeah, it was kind of like an it, atomic. And Fallout. we were like, you know what? It's like Fallout. It's one of our games. We love Fallout. Five dollars out now, so we have five dollars left. And I sadly walk over to the machine where you get your money, and I just look at Blake and I go, "Grab my hand." He goes, "What?" We lock arms like knights about to go into battle. Blake with our with our large cocks, yeah, lasering. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I stare Blake in the eyes and I go, "Hit your vape." Okay. Blake vapes, shoots out a beautiful cloud of smoke, which, like by magic, directs us to one last game. Also shows that those places have some weird-ass airflow. <laughs> yeah. And so we go and sit at it. And he, I'm like, you know what? I know for a fact my dad would be mad if I bring back $5. Because he'd just be like, what the hell is this bullshit? What, what was the name of it? It was like it was the Pretty Princess one. Uh, I don't know the name, but I know the game itself. And it's like Princes and Knights and Jacks. Me and Blake take our five dollars and through sheer dumb luck stupidity and us being assholes turned five dollars into two hundred and twenty five dollars all within about 15 minutes In about 15 minutes and the (laughs) highlight of this story 
is we pulled into a gas station. We're both exhausted, staring at our money, and I just look at Blake, and I just go, we're so dumb. And we both cackle like wicked (laughs) assholes for 30 minutes about how dumb our luck is. We were so stupid. We're stupid, but it didn't matter. Um, uh, which uh, led to the third time we went to the casino and just lost all yeah, our money. Yeah, we just ended up losing the money. Um, but, Blake, I need you to tell a story. Because mm. Megan's about to spray my hair. And so, oh, boy. It's so, That's going to look great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. you you tell me some... What's going on in your life, buddy? Um. All right, so... Uh, this is going to require only a little bit of participation on your part, but, um... Oh, okay. I'm fine with that. All right. Um, so, first week of classes, I have two classes on, or during the week where I stay from 4.30 to 7 o'clock. It's late. It's pretty fucking late for a class. Um, one of those is an economics class. And I don't know how the fuck this woman goes for two and a half hours being cheery as shit about economics. Talking about uh, whatever economics is, because I can't pay attention for two and a half hours. Fuck that. Um, So at one point, she's like, alright, we're gonna do a little activity. And then she reaches into her lunch bag where she's pulled out, or where she keeps, like, oranges and shit that she uses (laughs) for examples. Yeah. And she's like, okay, who wants an orange? I've got three oranges. And then half the class raises their hands. It's like, oh, looks like we don't have enough supply for this demand. Looks like most of you are going to go without oranges. So then we decide how we're going to distribute the oranges. And then eventually she just starts throwing oranges into the class. She just gave up on the, her communistic ideals and just went, you know what? No, capitalism. I'm going to throw it at you and you get what you get, asshole. Look, economics is fu- is fundamental to capitalism. Um, right. Yeah, so she's like, I don't want these oranges anymore and I'm done using them for an example. So she throws two of them and two people catch it. And she throws the third one in an area where nobody was even looking and it just thuds onto a desk. So... <laughs> Please tell me someone got it. Eventually. Otherwise, it just ends up being, like, this sad, lonely orange sitting there. Mm-hmm. Oh, the poor orange. Well, later in the class, um, she starts doing another uh, exercise where she pulls she pulls $10 in ones out of yeah. that same bag. And um, I, was, I took her class last semester. I was the only person that she actually knew from it. Yeah. So she called me up. Um, and then she said, everyone else, partner, find a partner. And so, all right, imagine that I've been given $10 in ones. Yeah. All right? Welcome and to I- Economics on the BS show. Be- Beconomics. 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 So I'm given $10, and I'm told to, oh, this is really distracting watching you take selfies with your video. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is Hold on. I was you you see you know what this is for. Is it not perfect right now? It really is. Oh, <laughs> uh, but anyway, so I have ten dollars, and I'm instructed to make you an offer, and you can either say yes or no. Okay. There's no other choices. All right. So I have to offer you an amount of money from that ten dollars, okay. and then I keep the rest. Yeah. So if I wanted to offer like 
if I gave you five dollars, or if I offered you five dollars, then yeah. I would get five dollars. And if you said yes, we both get five dollars. If I offered myself ten dollars and you no dollars, and you said no, then nobody gets to keep any money. Okay. If if you say no, the oh, money goes this away. This is interesting. Mm-hmm. So, what she does is she um, she offers me four dollars. And she keeps six dollars. So if I were to make you that offer, you would get four dollars, and I would keep six. Would you say yes or no? Uh, four, and I get six. No, no, you get four, I get six. I'm kind of down with that. Yeah. Okay. I- I'd yes. Do it. All right. So I say yes too, and she gives me four dollars and keeps the six. And since she's done with the example, and I'm what? like, oh, thanks, professor. Or, this was really cool. And she's like, no, keep it. I have a real job. What? <laughs> you just got some solid-ass money? <laughs> yep. Oh, that's great. Oh, that was my favorite point of the week, because everybody else got jack shit. Because <laughs> they were using fake hey, imaginary money. They got oranges, mister. <laughs> they got oranges. You know what I thought about earlier as I mm. was getting onto Jurassic Park? Which, by the way, I realize the best and worst place to ride Jurassic Park is the very front of the boat. Cause the of one that. where you get basically, like, lock lips with the T-Rex. Yeah, you lock lips with the T-Rex, then you fall. <laughs> and then you just go into a major splash zone. <laughs> and if you're in the front, you're soaked. But mm-hmm. it reminded me of uh, the last class we had together in college. Well, um, not that we actually had to together, because we ended up changing it very quickly. <laughs> You're fucking <laughs> so. So I, me and Blake, need a certain class from like a subset of groups. Uh, it's just an elective. It's That's an all elective. we needed. It was. It could have been anything. And I see archaeology. <laughs> And I'm like, that sounds amazing. And I select it. And we go into the class the very first day. And halfway through the teacher talking. Oh, can I, can I, can I give you my rendition of the professor? Yes, yes. Uh, so the professor, he talked like this. And he was always really close to the mic. But you could never understand a word <laughs> he was saying because he would talk so softly. Right? And he was talking about all of these interesting archaeological old history things that we dug up out of the ground. And I didn't give a shit because he was talking so fast and so quietly. And halfway through it, I just turned to Blake and I just go, I don't think this class is about dinosaurs. <laughs> I didn't know that you wanted to take a class about dinosaurs. I wanted it so badly. I needed a dinosaur class so badly. And it took about ten minutes for us to stifle our laughter. But then I was like, well, you know what? Maybe we'll do some digs like Indiana Jones. At Mm -hmm. the same moment, the teacher just goes... When you think of archaeology, think of films like Indiana Jones. Well, that's not what this class is going to be like. And I was like, <laughs> it's like, motherfucker, I knew that already, but you just took all the excitement out At of it. At which point I turned to Blake and go, so are you into sociology? Or? <laughs> I'm into taking a class I already took again. Yeah, I'm into taking. Except that led to us uh, not having the credits we needed to Look, graduate. shit happened. It doesn't matter. 
it's fine. Uh, we got the degrees, though. We worked it so, out. So, uh, yeah, we graduated college, and then you just decide to go back and more shit happens. What was this thing Take, about I'm gonna... blood? A bloody room, you said? Oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, let me tell you okay. the scene that I walked into when I came to my parents' house earlier this oh, week. Oh, no! I thought this um, was, like, at school. No, no, no. I had gotten home from school, and I had to come down here. Yeah. So, um, all right. I enter the, through, the bath, through the back door, and I start walking, and I'm like, oh, I've go, got to go to the bathroom. You son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, this is the first time I've ever webcammed towards Blake, and uh, he's now getting to enjoy my antics. I'm sorry, guys. Uh... So I walk to um, the kind of the guest bathroom, the one that's in the back hallway. And as I walk in, I turn the light on, and I notice a couple of things that are out of the ordinary. Like? One, the counter seems to be, like, remarkably clean of, like, the normal stuff that was on there, like the oh, baby okay. wipes or the yeah. soap. It was all gone. Two, it was covered in dried blood. <laughs> what? No! Three, it was also, and there was also blood on the floor, like it had drip, drip dropped onto the floor, <laughs> and there were just bloody uh, paper towels and toilet paper in the garbage can. Oh my so, god. I like, walk how up much into is it, this. How much is the counter covered? Like, um, it's, it's a th- very thin layer, but it's also like a large splatter. Oh, okay. Um, well... I came. I came to uh, discover that my brother came home from school with a wicked ass nosebleed. Yeah, and I had no idea you could bleed so much out of your nose. It was everywhere. It was. It had somehow splattered into areas behind the toilet. Wait. Okay. So, when you say he came home from school with a nosebleed, was it as a result? He had to come um, home, or like he came home from school and his nose started bleeding. Because if he bled from <laughs> school all the way to home and had enough blood to <laughs> mess up your bathroom, your uh, brother's dead. I'm sorry. As, as I understand it, he had a small nosebleed earlier in the day. Oh, okay. But it stopped. So he came home and he got to rubbing his nose because it was itching. Re- uh, and he just fully popped that little blood vessel in his nose. Oh and my it just. God started gushing uh, now i've i've never known anybody before to have nosebleeds yeah i did not know that they could be so that they could turn into like such a scene from a horror movie yeah they get intense like i just saw some shit out of saw man <laughs> like uh, i did not want to play that game meanwhile was t- i was at universal writing kong and other bullshit. So, how how many times do you think you can ride the rides at Universal before you get sick of them after work? Depends on if it's continuous very quickly. But if I <laughs> if I spread them out, like if I only ride Kong one day, and then I go and ride the Hulk another day, I'll be fine. And if you want me to ride the Hulk. All you have to do is go over to patreon.com slash a load of BS. Because if you donate $15, I will get over my fear of giant scary-ass roller coasters, sing Brock Lesnar's theme to myself, and get my ass on the Hulk. 
<laughs> and there might also be booze involved. No, no, no. It will be Stone Cold Sober, too. And for 25, <laughs> I will go ride every single ride. <laughs> Like every terrifying ride in my general area, and I am in Orlando, so we'll do this shit. There's plenty too. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to see that happen, become a patron on Patreon.com/slash a load of BS. Patreon.com/slash a load of BS. Yep. That's Patreon.com/slash a load of BS. Patreon.com/slash a load of BS is what it see, is. Now you, now you ruin the you ruin the rule of three. No, no, no. How do you feel about yourself? Very good. I feel <laughs> excellent. Oh. So. All right. You, you did say you actually did plan something, right? I did, because I remember, you know how we like to read shit and we like to yeah. do fun stuff? I thought, you know, it's cool that we read actual works of fantasy online or fiction online, but what if we became a part? Yeah. Of I something like, online. I, I like reading. I want to live it. Give me something to You want to make live. some choices. That's what we need. Yeah. That's why I went online and found a choose-your-own-adventure-book website. It's oh a place where people just submitted their choose-their-own-adventure stories. They would rate them by how good they were, yeah. how difficult the story was, how long it took to play them. And how mature you need to be to play it. Wait, so the maturity level, you made sure to pick, like, kindergarten level for us, right? This is a maturity level 2 out of 8. <laughs> um, I still think that might be one too high. Its subheader is Choking Hazard for Children Under 4. <laughs> Alright. Uh, well, I've chosen three of them, actually. Um, I picked the longest one and yeah. the most awesome one, and I if, think. If you at home enjoy this bullshit we're about to get into let us know on twitter and we'll keep doing them every week if you want if not hey we'll move on to other shit Mm -hmm. you can also let us know on facebook we have a facebook page as well oh my god do we now we do you can think megan actually made it (gasps) oh shit um i've been i've been kind of boosted i haven't i've never made a post on that facebook page yet oh awesome i really need to yeah um so, we've got our story from ChooseYourStory.com, okay. and I would really like to say that this place is a wretched hive of terrible choose-your-own-adventure stories. Wait, they're not... So it's not good at all? Um, this... <laughs> well, let's just say the player rating is 4 out of 8, and it's one of the more funny ones that i found. Yeah. It's entertaining, but... It's bad. It's, yeah, there, there's a rating system out of five stars, and I have yet to see one that's five stars. <laughs> I've seen a few that are four stars, and yeah. they're really good, but they're really long, and they're really serious. Oh, no. Screw that. Um, yeah. So, I I just, I really found this by typing in the keyword funny. Yeah. <laughs> and this was one of the top ones. The so, Scotty, are is- you... Ready to take an adventure in Awesome Land. The adventure begins. Oh, shit, yes. Wait, <laughs> adventure begins? So are there the advent- sequels to the Awesome Land series? Um, seeing as... Well, I don't know when this was actually posted, because this site, it looks a little older. Some of the early ones I found were posted as early as 2005. 
and but it, there are in some the internet that's practically the 1800s exactly um however the top comment on this story awesome land the adventure begins is made by a contributor called the big e <laughs> okay and it was published on in April of 2016, so it's pretty recent, and apparently. The, and the comment reads, Oh, awesome land, don't you dare be sour. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, do we have, like, a premise for it before we get into it? All right, you want, I'll, read you the, uh, I'll read you the little description they have. Okay. <clears throat> awesome land is a funny, serious adventure. That is to say, it is about a ridiculous world where ridiculous things are as about as common as your average housefly. Okay. It is a true statement when an awesome land to say high fives can save the world or angry kittens are no match for laser beams, awesome land is not a place for kid gloves. At the gates to awesome land, if you are found wearing any of the type of protective gear such as a helmet or a padded vest, you will promptly be beaten and disposed of. Okay, you, you <laughs> lost me for the first half. But you got me back in with the beatings. <laughs> if you's a uh, bitch, we don't take your shit in awesome land. <clears throat> now it is nearly time to begin this adventure, so prepare to embody a man named Face Champion. The strongest, most clever man alive. Only one man in this entire world has ever rivaled his amazingness. Only one man has ever come close to beating his record at Space Invaders. In truth... There is only one man who can defeat Face Champion, and that man is Lava Beard. Oh, Wait, my, Scotty, that's my new name. I think you're Lava Beard. <laughs> I have got a Lava Beard, man. Yep. So I'm Face Champion, and you're Lava Beard. Wait, is this a two-player? I don't think so. Damn it! Okay, I'll be uh, Lava Beard. All right. Um, as you begin Chapter 1 of Awesome Land, the adventure begins. Remember, only a true hero will find their way through to the end of this awesome tale. Are you a true hero, or shall you turn around and head for Lame Sauce Land right now? Lame Sauce Land. Oh, that's... <laughs> yeah. It's equally uh, cringeworthy, but also something I think is amazing. Alright. Well, that's that's how I felt about WrestleMania nineteen sixty two at times, so I think we're good. Okay. We're in our wheelhouse. I I'm gonna pull it up as well. That way if I uh if I have to read something as Lava Beard, I can. Alright. Well, play Awesome Land, the adventure begins. Oh shit, it's time. <laughs> Are you ready, Scotty Moore, to take an adventure into Awesome land. Yeah, let's do All it. All right. You are sleeping and enjoying it. In your dream, you find yourself standing on a bridge, preparing to battle an army of hate-driven kittens. Okay. The kittens are armed with mittens laced with acid, okay. the kind of acid that will burn your skin away in seconds. They intend to melt anything in their way, okay. although the fear of melting to death only brings glory to your mind. You know you have to win the battle, because behind you, across the bridge, you now protect the largest collection of choose-your-own storybooks in the world. <laughs> nobody messes, nobody messes choose-your-own storybooks. <laughs> Not even cute, nobody messes choose-your-own storybooks. I think this guy just messed a choose-your-own storybook. <laughs> Not even cute little kittens. Okay. So, Scotty, you have a few options here. Alright. Do you reach into your pocket and pull out a flamethrower? Um... Are hate-driven kittens no match for your sword? Luckily, I have lasers that shoot out of my eyes. 
Or, I could never harm kittens. They're so damn cute. All right, firstly, screw it to that one. No. <laughs> um, right. Okay, so they have mittens. They've got kitten mittens laced with kitten acid, mittens. right? Kitten mittens. I, mm-hmm. I don't want to go near that, so I'm going to say no to the sword because that means I have mm. to get close to them. Yeah, two. So both the flamethrower and the lasers are giving me good advantages. Mm-hmm. But a flamethrower can run out of gas. It, it, it's basically a temporary fix. Laser shooting in my eyes is a power that Face Champion can have going forward. So I say lasers. What do you think? I go with lasers. I love lasers. Yeah. All right. I've I've been through the first few of these, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put, give you as much input as you might like. Okay. But let's have some laser beams. <laughs> Fools. Hate-driven kittens with in- with acid mittens are no match for laser beam eyesight. Without hesitation, without hesitation, you clench both fists and let loose a sweep of laser be- beam vision across the bellies of the advancing kittens. <laughs> like ice sliding off a slope, the kittens all simultaneously flop in half, spraying kitten blood everywhere. <laughs> Dear God, how horrible! By God, those kittens had a family! How horrible that any living being would attempt to destroy a pile of totally awesome choose-your-own-storybooks. You're right. Mm-hmm. In this realm, you are now revered as a messiah, and rightly so. Yes! Any person who saves a massive stash of choose-your-own-storybooks deserves such a title. Adventurer, the waking world has need of you. Awake and face the day. Let's do this. Yeah, so you were having a dream, so now it's time to wake okay. from this awesome dream. Come out of the hollow deck. It was all a dream. Captain, you attempt to wake. Spinning back into your body, you feel a moment of disorientation. Still unsure if you are dreaming or awake, you look around the room. Struggling to grab hold of a familiar sight, you see numbers. Red numbers that glow. You read them. One, two, four, two. What? You blink and try to read them again. Twelve forty-two? Oh, it's a digital clock. You wonder, a.m. or p.m.? You look out at what you think is a window and see a bright orb of shining light. Ah, it's PM. You think to yourself, time for a drink. Yeah! (laughs) Uh, You stand up and stagger out of the dirty, tiny apartment. A neighbor greets you in the hall. Hey, face, good afternoon. Do you be nice, be a dick, or ignore him? All right, this is where we kind of decide the man face champion is. Mm Mm-hmm. Who is face champion going to be? Who, you know... There's no room for the weak and awesome land. That's already been determined. I say we be a dick to this guy. Gonna be a dick? Alright. Click the dick. The j- this jerk has been harassing you since the day you moved in. See? His phony smile and face, fake happy voice make you sick to your stomach. The only way this guy will ever get the picture is if you start laying down the law. Listen, asshole. I'm not your friend. Stop pretending to like me. I can't stand the sound of your voice, and I hope you choke on your fake-ass smile. Oh, say, shit! You point a serious finger in his face. Face just With got that... real. Damn, he did. With that, you walk to the end of the hall, turning your back to him without looking back. Now, maybe he'll leave you alone. Wow. Was that... What was that you said about a drink, question mark? Or... You stop and think it might be fun to go back and drive your point home with a few more harsh words. In fact, you do go back. You know, Blake, 
I, as face champion, or one half of face champion, <laughs> am a man who hates fake people. If you're going to be with me, you be real to me. And I'm going to lay down the law for this man. All right. I, I stop and think it's going to be fun to go back and drive my point home. Let's do this. All right, let's do it. Uh, you walk back down the hall thinking of a clever way to make your point. Just as you look up from your thoughts, you hear a loud bang and feel your, feel your knees turn into jelly. What? You oh, collapse no! to the floor covered in blood. It seems your happy little friend pulled out a Colt 45 and shot oh. your kneecap out from your from front to back. You look up and see him standing over you with tears pouring down his face and wild fire in his eyes. Every day, you ignore me. I say hi, and you flick cigarette butts at me. I say, hope you have a good day, and you glare at me and then snarl some horrible comment. <laughs> well, not anymore, face. Fuck you. Fuck you very much. He screams as he waves the gun in your face before pulling the trigger. Bam! Your brain exits your head. If uh, only you could have made fun of him first. Oh well, you're dead now. Okay. I, as face champion, <laughs> am not one to admit when I've made a mistake. <laughs> but perhaps <laughs> things could be different if we went back in time. You want to go back in time? All right. Thankfully, Face Champion can actually go back in time. Oh, good, good. That's part. Of, that's one of his many talents. Let's Let's see. Let's. Uh... So, do you be a dick, be nice, or ignore him? I'm still gonna be a dick to him. I'm just not gonna go back. All right, you're gonna be a dick. Clickety click, and then you say, "What was that you said about a drink?" You're damn right, son. All right. <laughs> You walk into the bar after a swift walk down the street. The walk got your circulation going enough that you were able to focus without squinting and make that sour face you make when you've just woken up. Barkeep, give me a pint, you say. Almost before you finish the sentence, a pint of the finest beer slams down on the counter and slides the length of the bar where you catch it in your hand. The abrupt stop causes the tiny layer of foam at the top of the glass to slosh over the side and run down onto your hand. Without hesitation, you toss it down the hatch and say, keep them coming. I really like how that chapter was written. I just want to say that. Yeah, it is re it's really nice. This, I like it so This far. is not WrestleMania 1962's level, but it's up there. It's pretty solid. So after three drinks, you park the fourth and stare into the foam. Without looking around, you notice that the bar is nearly empty. At one corner, tables, you notice an old man lay passed out, face down in his spilt beer. <laughs> Across the room from him is a busy busboy who is washing tables and running a mop. The barkeep stands at the opposite end of the bar from you, bus busily polishing glasses and quietly whistling a tune. Something isn't right. So do you duck, look up from your drink, and examine the room more carefully... I'm just paranoid from bad sleep and too much beer. Uh, chuck your full beer at the old man. Yes, and all. yes, no. Chuck don't, your full don't beer. Don't give me anything at, else. I want to hit okay. the old man. Okay, at the old man. Nice shot. <laughs> <laughs> That's, the chapter's title is just nice shot. Nice shot. Uh, no need to think. You grab your glass and fling it vigorously at the sleeping old man. 
or at least that is what anybody watching the scene would think you were doing. In reality, you are hurling the glass at an invisible assailant that yeah. is between you and the old man. Yep, I knew that the whole time. That's why uh-huh. I did it. That's why I chose to do it. As the glass flies through the air, you relax. Your awesome audio reception tells you that the toss was a perfect and will explode on an invisible face at any moment. Sure enough, the glass explodes into tiny shards of sharp glass knives. Most of the shards clash into the scenery. However, a few of them embed into what appears to be thin air. Little tiny beads of blood appear on the tips of the floating glass, giving you easy tracking on your invisible enemy. Do you uh, punch the invisible bad guy through a wall, or do you kick him through the wall? Now, this one's just basic physics. A kick is always going to be more powerful than a punch. Mm-hmm. We your legs are much more powerful than your arms. Right. So when I kick him, kick that motherfucker. Yeah. Bam. Thud. Uh, as the hail of glass begins to settle, you have already jackhammered your foot into what you believe is the body of your invisible em- enemy. You see nothing, but are sure you landed a direct hit because your foot collides into thin air with catastrophic force. A second or two of silence, and then a hail of splintered sheetrock, two-by-fours, and insulation launches into the room. A perfect man-shaped indent now imprints onto the wall. You're damn right. Uh, Not one to gawk, you launch yourself foot-first at the man-shaped impression in the wall. Your foot impacts something invisible, smashing it the rest of the way through. Whatever it is flies through the air and slides across the asphalt, dragging tiny splinters of wall debris with it. Uh, Do you say, I love winning, time to replace that waste of a drink? Do you say, I like to be sure, I think I'll stomp the crap out of where the invisible dude lay? Or, time to see what's under the mask? We just had some shit go down. I don't want to add another drink. Because if mm-hmm. more shit happens, I don't want to make myself worse. Mm-hmm. But I think we have effectively beat the shit out of the Invisible Dude enough. What do you think? I, I'd say there's always room for a little curb stomp action, but it's whatever you say, my man. Mm. My widow, Pete, Big Hero 6, wearing... I'm, I'm going to see what's under the mask. Time to see what's under the mask. Stomp first investigate later. Your curiosity has peaked. You move in to investigate the invisible attacker, but as they say, curiosity killed the cat. Damn it! You lean in close, squinting, your eyes hoping to see something you haven't. You do notice something. It's blood. A lot of blood. Suddenly, you f- your neck feels numb, not knowing why. Your instinct causes you to clasp your neck. Finally, your brain catches up with reality. Your throat has been cut, and your blood is spilling all over the invisible body. The strength drains as you watch the blood-stained invisible man stand to his feet. You feel his foot pressed against your shoulder, pinning it to the ground. Weak and bleeding, you are unable to respond. Then you feel it. A sharp pain in your heart, and then more blood. Your vision fades as you feel invisible sword pulled from your chest. You die in a bloody mess in the parking lot in the bar. To which the only, uh option for choice is are you fucking kidding me i smashed his ass through a wall it better be an invisible terminator or i quit i um would like to go back please (laughs) (laughs) and beat the living shit 
out of this asshole for killing me. Good thing, as we said, face champion can go back in time. <laughs> Multiple times. Can, yep. Let's let's say he can only use it how five. many times? Five. Five times? Okay, we've already used two of those, so you got three yeah. cho- you've got three shots. Yep. Okay, I think I'll stomp the crap out of that dude. How about that? <laughs> when in doubt, stomp the crap out of it is the name of this chapter. You are the thorough type and don't like mysteries. In this case, the mystery is whether or not this invisible invisible dude is still alive. You decide there is only one way to be sure. You begin to stomp in the center of where the invisible body lay. You stomp as if your life depended on it. And for all you know, it may. Eventually, your stomping gives way to trickling blood. The blood flows over the contours of an invisible body and eventually down the cracks of the asphalt. You heard enough cracking and snapping during the stomp session that you're confident the assailant is dead or thoroughly unconscious. Only one thing left to do. Time to see what's under the mask. Okay. It's our only option, so we have to. But I know what happened the last time we saw (laughs) what was under that mask, and I'm very hesitant right now, but let's look. Invisible ninjas. No! (laughs) Damn it! Uh. Certain your attacker is dead or unconscious, you begin to root around its body with your hands. Feeling for anything that might give you a clue, your fingers come across a device around the waist area. Further investigation reveals a button which you promptly push. A shimmer of light accompanied by the sound of power draining. You watch as a man dressed as a ninja appears before your eyes. (gasps) Invisible ninjas. I fucking hate invisible ninjas. Damn it! Gosh darn, Invisible Ninjas. At this point, the occupants of the bar are poking their heads out of the newly made hole in the wall, trying to make sense out of what is going on. You hear the barkeep gasp. You assume it's because he is the first to figure out what is going on. You root around the pockets inside the ninja's garb and pull out a picture. The picture is a nice photo of your upper torso with your face, nicely framed directly in the center. The word TERMINATE is stamped over in a diagonal fashion. Oh, shit. You sniff the picture and follow up by touching it with the tip of your tongue. You pause as your brain crunches the number. Suddenly your eyes widen. Lava beard. Oh, shit. Well, Scotty, it looks like a good old face champion has got himself in a humdinger of a situation. And Uh, you know what my next choice is going to be, Blake? It better be to go to patreon.com slash a load of BS. Yes! <laughs> patreon.com slash a load of BS, where you can get any sort of prizes that you want. Donate a dollar, we're going to mention your name on this bomb-ass podcast. Donate five dollars, we'll even uh, send you motivational videos through Snapchat. Do something to get your week going. If you give us $25 a month, however, you get to come on the show be with the b mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh sit with the s sit with the s <laughs> uh have yourself a wonderful little round of bs and maybe just maybe we'll have a choose your own adventure story for you yeah exactly mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and now oh, we'll read anything you write or i guess whatever you want to do yeah like, really honestly donate mm-hmm. 25 dollars. you can do whatever you want we have no like dignity seriously anyways back to our regularly scheduled programming (laughs) 
last time on uh, Adventure... What's the name? The Awesome Land, The Adventure Begins. <laughs> we play all of what just happened two seconds ago. Exactly. Oh! Um, you find out that Lava Beard has sent yep. invisible ninjas oh, shit. to terminate you. This next, hmm? uh, the next one's read from Lava Beard, so do I get... Do I get a little raid-ski? Elsewhere? Go for it, broski. In the far-off reaches of a distant ocean, deep down in the darkest depths lies a dormant volcano. A sinister man sits, wrapping his fingers on the arm of his awesome obsidian throne. Throne, which is spelled T-R-T-H-R-O-W-N. (laughs) One dare not look this man directly in the face, because if you do, you're liable to stare. And staring isn't the kind of thing this man will tolerate. The reason you might stare is not because of his horrible scowl or his hate-set eyes, but because of his chin, or rather the region where his chin should be. (laughs) You see this man as something rather special of a chin. This man has a chin made solely from molten flowing lava. Thus this infamous figure has come to be known as Lava Beard. Oh shit. Lava Beard sat, his face tinted with an orange glow from the lava flowing forth from his chin. A moment passed where if you were to look into his eyes, you would see nothing but empty blackness. Then his mouth began to curl upward. At first it looked like as if he was about to snarl, but then it turned into what was most likely a grin. Then the grin was quickly replaced by horrible words coming out of his horrible mouth. It's only a matter of time now. It seems he's taken the beat. I like Lava Beard. Lava Beard be a pirate. Lava Beard. <sighs> oh man, I can't wait for chapter two. Oh shit, wait, it's what? over. <laughs> you said it was... Where, is there... I think there's... I a, honestly... Huh? I think there's a chapter two. Hold on, I'll send it to you. Oh boy. I didn't I didn't know if there was a chapter two or not. I, I didn't honestly get this far. Oh, God. Uh, here, I'll send it to you. Yeah, there's a chapter two. Oh, thank God. <laughs> this is about to be the shortest damn episode of BS. Oh, it totally could have... Oh, damn it, it opened it up in Internet Explorer. <laughs> this son of a bitch. Welcome to Tech BS. Uh. Uh, player rating on chapter two is zero out of eight. Story difficulty is zero out of eight. Play length, zero out of eight. Maturity level, zero out of eight. Oh God! It just okay. It's an action. It hmm? just says "update me later" in the description. <laughs> oh no! Let's see what and he might have just released it recently. Oh shit! No, well, yeah, no. His last activity was in 2011. Oh, so this is some old shit. But let's do it. Yep. Um. So he only got. Awesome Land, The Adventure Begins, and The Adventure Begins Chapter 2. Oh, okay. So, Scotty, if this leaves off on a cliffhanger, I think, you know what we're going to have to do? Take we're him ha- down to Chinatown and make yes. sure he finishes this shit. Either that, or we would have to take up <gasps> the mantle of Spaceman Dan 01 <laughs> from ChooseYourStory.com, just so we can put the artist's original content creator's name out there. Yeah. We've got to finish do this. Awesome Land. All right, let's do this.
All right, the adventure begins, chapter two. Chapter two, a smashing good time. <laughs> it is true of any world that is not often one will see a ninja. Again, it is true that it's even less often than one will see an invisible ninja. Even less often than that, and only on the rarest occasion, will anyone see a dead invisible ninja. Unfortunately for you, you have one laying at your feet in the parking lot. A dead invisible ninja is not sure to go unnoticed. Wait, when did we get in the parking lot? Um, when you roundhouse kicked him through a wall I... out of the bar. Oh, okay, I didn't know he go went out into the parking lot. I thought he stuck into the wall and then fell. Alright. He stuck into the wall and then you kicked him some more and then he <laughs> flew out of the wall and kind of drug along the asphalt. Alright, that makes sense. Um... Yep. Okay, a, sh- a dead invisible ninja is sure not to go unnoticed. Uh, do you... Hide the body. Do you say, who cares? I kicked his dumpy ass, and that's all that matters. Let's fucking celebrate. Hold on, hold on. I just want to preface it by saying that it actually reads, that's all that matters. <laughs> that is that is all that matters. <laughs> Dadgum. Uh, do you say, wait, I'm not done yet. This ninja still has secrets to tell. He's dead. <laughs> or do you ask, unnoticed... You say that like the entire bar just didn't watch me kick this ninja through a wall and then stomp his ass all the way to hell. Okay. That is a damn good point, actually. It is very true. So, I'm gonna... Okay, don't worry about hiding the body. Okay. I won't celebrate, because this ninja was sent after me by Lava Beard, meaning there's a mystery afoot. There also might be more ninjas. Yeah. And the fourth one really doesn't make me do anything. So, as dumb as it sounds, I say this ninja still has secrets to tell. Alright. Click, click. Oh, no. This is a new page. I don't think he's gotten this far. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no! (laughs) So, for those of you listening at home... The, it just says, this is a new page. <laughs> there's nothing. There's nothing on there. there are, it says at the bottom, there's no links. You may go back or restart to start over. Um, then let's celebrate, Blake. Okay. Oh, let's thank celebrate. God. He's putting uh, something in for this. Good. Uh, <laughs> nice. Scratch one invisible ninja. What with all the wall caving and face smashing, you think you deserve a drink before continuing the adventure. You spin around to face the man-shaped hole in the wall, still full of awe-stricken faces. You say, come on guys, drinks are on me. The tiny group lets out a sorry but adequate cheer and follows you as you enter the bar through the newly formed hole. See, you even made a new door. Yeah, right? Uh-huh. A ninja door. A ninja door. The next five minutes are spent handing out shots and clinking glasses together. Each and every one of you, (laughs) including the barkeeper, retell the story of the recent excitement in the bar. Did you see the way that wall just exploded into shrapnel? Says a busboy as he sloshes his beer around in excitement. (laughs) Thought you were strung out or something. I mean, it looked like your brain snapped and you just kicked out a wall for no reason, mumbles the old man whose head bobbles about as he speaks. Yeah, he sounds like I needed to throw a beer at him. I always thought invisible ninjas was just a figure of speech, you know. 
because they're so damn sneaky and shit. I had no idea they were actually invisible, says the bartender, widening his eyes to punctuate his sentence. You are well on your way to an awesome hangover when the cops finally arrive. They blast through the door and pour into the bar, spelled P-O-O-R. <laughs> yep. A, crop of pro- a cop approaches you. You assume by fanciness of his hat that he is most definitely in charge here. Do you say, oh shit, it's the fuzz, run! The cops, pss, I can take him. Pretend you don't notice and maybe he'll go away. Or just keep cool, he hasn't even said anything yet. Maybe he hasn't noticed the dead body laying in the parking lot. Look, at the end of the day, it's not. I'm not going to run from the cops. Because Face Champion was the hero here. Mm-hmm. Although, thinking about it, that ninja didn't do anything. He was That's just standing true. there. It really, you, you did throw the first punch. Yeah. The figurative beer um, mug. I don't, look, the cop walked straight up to me. At that point, I can't ignore him. Mm-hmm. I, it's between either I can take the cops or just keep cool with the cops. All right, well, Scotty, I have a great and wonderful announcement because both of those choices lead to this is a new page. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, As a matter of fact, all of those choices lead to this is a new page. So, they all have headers, though. Oh, well, that's Fleeing nice. the scene. Uh, you can take them, blending in, or staying calm. Okay, well, Chance is about to go back, or not Chance, Face is about to go back in time, Face Champion, <laughs> and is gonna hide the body. Go back and hide the body. Okay, good point, I'll hide the body. Dealing with it. In the manual for badassery, it states never leave a dead body in plain sight, unless there is more than one. Uh, spelled T-H-E-I-R. Oh. <laughs> a single dead body will have them calling you a murderer. Multiple dead bodies will have them calling you a legend. No one will argue with pure wisdom. You quickly reactivate the ninja's invisibility. An invisible dead body is much less notable than a, noticeable than a visible one. Uh, is it time to stop dicking around? It's only a matter of time before Mater. Lava Beard... What? It was Mater again. Mate, oh god damn it! <laughs> it's only a mater of time before Lava Beard sends another goon to finish the job. Or if I'm gonna find Lava Beard, I'm gonna need some supplies. I'll head home and snag a few things to blaze a trail. Look, I took out the ninja easily. I don't need supplies. It's time to stop dicking around. <laughs> <laughs> this is a new page. <laughs> damn it! Did it blink? I'm gonna need some supplies. This is a new page. <laughs> <laughs> we just oh, damn it, man! We we just got the ultimate cock block. I got so into it. Oh, we were so ready. Um. Okay. So, what happened, Blake? Was <laughs> he uh, he? Pressed the invisibility on the ninja, mm-hmm, so now the mm-hmm. dead body's hidden. And he, you know what? We're gonna go with it. Uh, he gets into his 1974 Ford Eldorado. I don't know if that's a real car. 
and barrels down. He knows where Lava Beard lives, so barrels straight for Lava Beard's house. It's just a house. It's not a banner or anything. <laughs> it's it's a house. It's in the middle of a volcano, though. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> but you don't but notice the a, volcano. It is. Yeah, it's just a normal two-story suburban house. It actually is on the. Uh, this all takes place in San Francisco. It's the house from Full House, <laughs> but there is a volcano behind it. All right, he, he I, just... did, I didn't want to admit it. Lava beards, Danny Tanner. I didn't want to admit it. <laughs> is it because Face Champion is just um, an ungodly, uh, uncleanly person? <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, actually, um. Face champion. Uh, well, well, before this whole story story uh, started, Blake, we did miss out on face champion uh, practicing with his band, facing the rippers. And <laughs> oh yeah, Lava Beard and Face used to be roommates, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to hang out. He would hang out with their kids, and then um, Uncle Joey, who is still yeah. Uncle Joey. There's no difference of him in this story. <laughs> but one day, um, Lava Beard, a.k.a. Danny Tanner, got really upset with Face and kicked him out of the house because <laughs> Face had gotten really drunk and uh, invited Kimmy Gibbler over. And, oh, no. Yeah, and, like, it was, no, it's not anything gross. It's just he gave alcohol to Kimmy Gibbler, and Kimmy was, like, 19 at the time. And he caught Lava Beard drinking with uh, Kimmy Gibbler and DJ. Oh no! See, that's when Lava Beard has to lay down the yeah. law. Yeah, uh, that's DJ Lava Beard. That's one of uh, Lava Beard's children, including uh, also Stephanie Lava Beard, <laughs> Stephanie oh. Michelle, and DJ Lava Beard. And so he just, he finally got fed up with it, and he cooked, kicked Uncle uh, Uncle Face out, and ever since has been trying to kill him, so he... Fast- that was about a week ago, by the way. Yeah, this is just a week ago, so fast forward. Because uh, Face hasn't had time to be a dick to his roommate, for, or to his uh, new neighbor for more than a week. Yeah. Fast forward uh. to uh, now, he enters the house only to discover a large banner reading happy birthday face <laughs> streamers come down turns out it was all just an elaborate prank <laughs> and lava beard was actually fine with his daughter drink like obviously lava beard had some problems but he just needed a reason to get mm-hmm. face out of the house for a week and Face doesn't know how to react, and he's just like, wait, what? what is all this about? And he's just well, like, I'm sorry, you're my brother, and I love you. And then they embrace, and then just hilarious antics ensue at Face's birthday party. Yar. Everywhere you look, you look everywhere, everywhere there's a heart, there's a heart, there's a heart. A lava, a, to hold a, oh wait. a lava beard a, to hold, to hold on, on to, to. Everywhere, everywhere you look. You look. Oh. So, so that's how that story has to end. I think so. Yeah, like you said, Blake, we wanted to continue this story in a way that we think the author intended. 
Well, that that is awesome that, land, that, man. That was awesome land, and awesome also land known as San Francisco, San Fran- California. San Francisco. Oh. oh my god! I really want someone to Photoshop the Full House cast, but to give Danny a giant lava beard, and then whatever you would like to interpret face to look like, make uh, uh, Jesse look like that, but keep everyone exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Face. Who who is the ultimate face champion? Oh, um, Dusty Rhodes, obviously. Dusty Rhodes. Let me tell you something, Daddy. My name is my name is Dusty Rhodes. I'm the biggest face champion of all time. That's my name now. That is who I am. I'm face champion, and I'm living with this man right here. This man, Danny Tanner, or I like to call him Lava Beard, because he's got this lovely lava beard right here. My God, Lava Beard has a chair. He's hit, he's hit face champion. He's hit face champion over the head. Lava beard, lava beard, you put hard times on this country when you took out face champion. So, to... Lava beard has the title. Oh, Oh my God. Well, that... Ladies and gentlemen, was awesome land. The adventure begins, and I guess the adventure ends as well. <laughs> the adventure definitely ended quite a few times. <laughs> I just... <laughs> I wasn't... <laughs> it broke us. That damn story broke us. We are broken. <laughs> Let me tell you, this is the level of goofiness that I've always wanted us to get to on this podcast. (laughs) I didn't know. (laughs) I didn't know. So if you guys want us to read more stories that end abruptly and then have us have to bullshit our way into a real ending, just tweet us. Or visit our Facebook page. Or just leave us stories that actually end. No. I like I like <laughs> us being forced to have to come up with full house-based endings. Okay, write half of a story and then let us come up with the other half. Yeah, write half of a story and just know that, you know, once it reaches the end, like, you'll, they'll have, like, this epic dramatic story of just, like, and then he was left on his streets. His father dead. His wife left him. Rain dripped down his forehead. Everywhere you look. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, it would be tears mixed in with the raindrops on his face. In West Philadelphia, born and raised. My mama is dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh. Uh, we could uh we could play uh our own version of sometime uh where in the world is Carmen San Diego. <laughs> oh my god. So uh it's been a week. What if what have you learned, Blake? I've learned 
never to trust sketchy websites <laughs> that have choose your own stories. I've also learned um, that Big E is a very pop is a very big fan of Awesome Land. And Blake, I've learned this is a new page. <laughs> oh, there are no links. There are no links. You may click go back. Oh, so where can they find you, Mr. B? <clears throat> uh, you can find me on uh, fuck if I know. Uh, fa- or no, Twitter <laughs> uh, at at Blake A Tanner. Yep. You can also find me on Facebook at the A Load of BS Facebook page. Smash that motherfucking like button. Damn right, smash it into the ground. And you can find me at Scotty Moe. That is S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. You can buy my book at Queasel Corp on Amazon. That is Q-U-E-Z-A-L-C-O-R-P. And we are a load of BS. Find us on Twitter at a load of pure BS, except no substitutes. Mm-hmm. And we will mm-hmm. see you next week. Actually, I'm proud. We act, that weird static stuff. We made mm-hmm. we made the entire show. None of it. Yeah. Yeah. So I we guess whatever good. that is gone. Big man. Next week. It's the beginning of the end of the BS. Whoa!